How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Hey, thanks for the continuous emails that come streaming in to Inside Jokes each and every week. We love when you listen to us, all six of you. It's exciting. <laughs> Hello, Inside Jokers, Vince Tedesco. Thanks for um, producing awesome after the shows on YouTube. I think the fact that we're up to, is it still four? <laughs> four, four YouTube watchers? Five. <laughs> Techie Tom and Dean and Tevin rhymes with Kevin. I think he's gone. I don't know where the frick he went. Anyway, he's, he's back. We sent him back to Humber. Okay, a yeah. week in review. Halloween. That's the end of that. They could suck it. <laughs> I have two kids. I'm done. It's over with. Uh, you know what was funny this past summer was um, I heard my name. I was at Just for Laughs in Montreal, and I was walking down the street. And nobody knows me. Nobody could care less. And I'm interviewing people. I'm in their face. I'm and Seth Rogen. And I'm like trying to make out with Brian Regan. And nobody cares. I couldn't even suck it if I wanted to, Fiona. I'm going to talk to you about this. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, what I mean is just suck it in general, not like anything in particular. You, you're really on to this uh, new suck it catchphrase no, you know, of yours lately. Uh, Kathy Griffin does it. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's well, just very 80s. Um. Yeah. yeah, so I think I was walking thing. with you, Dean, down the street, and I heard, yeah. is that Santa Carusi? And I'm like, oh. and I kind of turned around ever so wistfully and with my hair, and I'm like, oh my God, somebody recognized me. And it wasn't. It was just like this angry comic who really hated me a lot, Sean <laughs> Emony, who's here in studio. Hi, Sean. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was funny. No, you don't hate me. It was very funny, though. Uh, you've been at JFL 42 in, and Montreal's just for laughs, mm. and you took the prize <laughs> of the homegrown co- Do you remember this? Do we... Yeah, you're... Yeah. Just what, are, what are you talking? What are you talking? What, what do, do I? Do you remember that moment? That was funny. yeah, yeah, the street. Yeah, because you're like, because we've had this conversation like three <laughs> times. We're like, hi, I'm Sanjay. I want you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. We, we already, you already told me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so happy you recognized me in Montreal because nobody. I remember everybody. You're the best. Just be glad she didn't try to put you on Facebook Live because that's what she was doing at the bar the whole. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they're week. pretty happy about yeah. that. Tom Green just was on, like, yeah. get away you on your freak. phone at the Hyatt bar. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, so Sean, welcome. Pat McDonald on the Yuck Yucks roster, very uh, famous comedian who produces uh, superstars of comedy. So famous, yeah. So fa- Thank well, you. you are locally, yeah, because you do the sure. superstars of comedy. I do, I, I do do that show. It's a great yes. platform for comics. It's, You're, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, and you've been on Comedy Network and much and MTV and Sirius XM. I have. Lots of stuff. Yep. Your acerbic observations and matter-of-fact delivery. I love it. I just Who love watching you. Who wrote that by? I don't know where it's that big. I made it up. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Good. Acerbic. You know it sounds like acidic. Like, I'm going to burn you. <laughs> and Not then this little baby girl. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm stealing Sandra Battellini talk because I love her so much. But uh, Fiona O'Brien. Yes. Oh, my God. My girl crush, my hetero girl crush just doesn't stop. I could watch and listen to you all the time. Your social media cracks me <laughs> up to kingdom. When did you start comedy? Thank you. Um, in Toronto about two years ago. Okay. And you are committed. You're out there. You're an immigrant from Ireland. Yeah, I am. Just off the boat. Just <laughs> off the boat. You're single. I am. I'm, I'm a cougar in training. <laughs> and uh, you talk about your kids. And uh, anyway, we have a lot in common. Yeah. And I just love watching you. And you're going to be at the Brogue this week with Pat McDonald and uh, headliner Pete Johansson. Yeah. So you'll have to join us Wednesday night. Of course, when you call the Brogue, please say it's for the comedy show so they place you in the comedy room. 
Yeah, you don't want to be in the overflow room. In the overflow room. Um, Sounds like garbage. Yeah. yeah, and Fiona, you were quite a hit there. Um, that was a lot of fun to have you. Oh, look who dropped in, Peter Anthony. Hey. Hey, you little whore. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Nice BJ on you. What's that mean? Your Blue Jays didn't do well. Oh, You're yeah. hot. I know. They yeah, it's radio. Well. You have to. Wow, the um, energy is like overwhelming. What you're talking about it's overwhelming. Do Pat, you, have you performed with Peter Anthony before? I actually, uh, yeah, I've known Pete for a while. I've actually seen him uh, be struck by a lime during one of his sets. <gasps> you got somebody threw yeah. a lime at you. So Darren Frost gets a, lovely, a glass. A and lovely you get a woman. Lime. It was completely Pete's fault, one hundred percent. You pissed her off, Pete? <laughs> I thought it was a no, she was a, a psychopath. Yeah, horrible person. I meant I didn't mean it when I did it. I throw shit at him all the time. Excuse she language. brought her own line, too. Yeah, she was cutting it up. Are you serious? Where was set. this? Uh, oh, the now defunct uh, Oakville Yuck Yucks. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was an Oakville Yuck Yucks? Yeah, For I know. about Fiona. A week. I know. That's why Fiona moved here, and then they shut it down. Yeah. And she didn't get on there. Where was it? Can I just ask where that was? Uh, Trafalgar and Dundas. Mm-hmm. I grew up there, so I would <sighs> sneak on... And snag guest spots, even though head office did not want me to. Yeah. So it worked what's out. What's well the funny? What's the funniest thing on the road that's happened with you, Pat? Uh, I was in Windsor with uh, two of my really good buddies, uh, Dave Mirage and Alex Pavone, and we did a show and got completely loaded. We were eating <laughs> falafel, and I was sitting on a bench, and I turned to another comic, Scott Belford, and Pavone was standing oh. there. We're best buddies. And I was like, Hey, do you think I should throw? this half a falafel of Pavone's head. And he was like, absolutely. And I just drilled him. Like 60 miles an hour, exploded in his greasy hair. It was uh, amazing. <laughs> I want Alex Pavone. I've, I've talked to him. I like him. I want to just thought I'd say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, how about you? Funniest thing today for on sure. the road. Funniest. Funniest thing on the road? Uh... I don't like know. you've, been, I know it's hard to put you on the spot. Uh, yeah. I okay, so Peter nothing Anthony. Nothing funny happens on the road. Oh, one. Uh, yeah, nothing funny happens on the road. Come man. on. So it always happens on Some the road. Some kid tried to like... dance, come on the stage and dance. Why? The other day. I don't know. Is that funny? That yeah, that's again. very funny. Why? Because I don't know, he needed attention. How old was the kid? Twenty-five. He wasn't really a kid, but he's acting like. So you were mid-set? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what did you say that triggered someone to dance? Did you say something? like Unfunny part of your... jokes? <laughs> no, you're very <laughs> funny. Shut up. Not like, on this I... day I wasn't. And, uh... I declare you funny, so you're funny. Okay, well, I wish you were at that gig with me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. Yeah. I like um, you. I, I want you to do a set with your eyes closed completely, Sean. No, they're not closed. Sometimes I look down. I'm trying not to do it, though. Like, I'm trying to, like, make a point. But I, I'll look down, but people think they're closed. It's very Andrea Brotelli, which I think is kind of cool. It's like musicians do that stuff all the time. It's like you're into the moment. You're just kind of listening. Okay, Sean, anyway. Hey, that's some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that. What? No, my friend uh, uh, Andy Canetti has a joke about uh, he's from he's from Chile. And uh, some lady, some old white lady asked him where he's from. And uh, he goes, I'm from Chile. She goes, no, you're not from Chile. You're from Chile. Oh. And he's like, I'm from there. <laughs> I'll be Chilean if I want to be. <laughs> you know. Who was that? Who oh, this guy, that? Andy Canetti. He's a comic I, from out west that I know. Oh, and, I like him. And uh, yeah, he, uh, similar thing, them telling you about how to pronounce an Italian. Right. Name. Even though they were totally right. It I know. Is, I like it. It is Bocelli. But I, yeah. Okay. Still, I it's care. your prerogative. Uh, <laughs> I like your eyes closed approach. I think it's different delivery, and I think that adds to it. I don't know. Just throwing it up. They're not closed. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. It's I'm going to try different. it. It's not different. A guy already did it. I do it by accident. People think I do it, so I'm trying who, not to do who that. Who already did well, it? Well, Mitch Hedberg does it. You oh, know what I mean? okay. So I'm trying to like not do it because I'm already telling jokes that are similar as well. So. I'm going to try that. Just because you don't have to make eye contact. Closing or, your eyes? Well, because yeah. I could finally okay. memorize Just close one, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That way you're not copying <laughs> anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. I'll half, close one eye. Half close It'll be one like sex. What? Do like a Forrest Whitaker and just half close one of them. Oh, That yes. could be your new thing. Yeah. All right. I'm learning new delivery techniques on Inside Jokes yeah, this week. Go. I'm Santa Carusi with our pet. We'll be more on after the break on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, you. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Santa Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. Inside Jokes with Pat McDonald. Sean, Emily, Fiona O'Brien, and Peter Anthony stopped in. Hi, Pete. Hey. Yeah, thanks. His normal dismissive self. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Nice to see you. Stay bent down there. Fiona O'Brien. Yes. What's the funniest thing that's happened out, you, out, out there with you um, at a show? I was on a show and uh, a woman came up to me while I was in the middle of a set to hand me a box of Lucky Charms. Oh, oh I always wonder why you mentioned that. I thought that. Why did she do that? Because she's Irish well, she, and she thought it was she's like racist. Racist. <laughs> I know the Irish aren't a race. I understand that, but I, I don't know how to spell xenophobia. So I'm going with racist. So she, she just had a box of cereal at a show? She knew I was coming to oh, do the okay. show. Gotcha. And she walked up and it was kind of nice. I thought, well, that woman thought of me. She was doing her supermarket shopping. And she told me she's a mental time. case. At least yeah. it was good cereal. Oh, it's not good cereal. It's amazing <laughs> cereal. Are you joking? I'm not joking. <laughs> it's incredible. You eat all of the cereal parts and then all of the marshmallows yeah. at the end. We, Everybody knows that. We don't have it in our house. I don't let my kids eat it. It's uh, you know, it's just wrong for the Irish to be eating that crap. That's not what Lucky Charms is like in Ireland, Pat. It's just can, North American. Yeah, but in can Ireland you imagine it has beef in it? No, just no. back to okay. what you said about racist. Can you imagine another ethnic group, uh, like a South Asian person, was up there and yeah. someone brought up? South Something. Asian food? Yeah, that'd be that. a head, eh? <laughs> they would get slaughtered. So now, no, because I've yeah. seen you make jokes of the Lucky yeah. Charms, and I thought, oh my gosh. You know, let's talk about uh, producing shows. So Pat McDonald's produces a very successful superstars of comedy. Yeah. And so what's it like? Let's say a comic, like a lot of these people are your friends. You kind of perform with them. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Dean's perf- uh, produce shows. I produce shows. Yeah. Um, you have your friends on. What's that dynamic? What if they just piss you off? Or how do you how do you have that conversation? Because I got um, to talk to Dean Young about something. And <laughs> Well, I get like that. That kind of that kind of gets weeded out before the show even happens. Because I'll really only book people that I know or like yes. people that are re- yeah. they're from out of town. They're mm-hmm. recommended to me by someone who I know mm-hmm. and respect. Uh, and that's why I like doing the show is because it's me with people that I get along with and I think are funny. Uh, and I think that's why people come to the shows. Do you have newer comics on ever? I know it's um, called Superstars of Comedy. Sometimes. Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, that name is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, <laughs> it's just like how you called me famous uh, yeah. off the top. <laughs> no, not so much. No, not even a little. I'm in marketing. It's how you um, label things people believe. Yeah, you false say. advertising, though. You're <laughs> so the Superstars thing is not like an arrogance-based uh, thing. It's There was this guy who was an amateur comic in Toronto named Abraham. Mm-hmm. And he was very friendly, and he would call me Superstar all of the time. Mm-hmm. So much that he forgot what my name was, and it was just super. <laughs> so I was talking with the guys that I did the first show with, and I was like, "I'm thinking I just call it that, unless you guys have a better idea." And they're like, "No, I'll go for it." And then that's and it's why. gone from there. And when? Ha- how often is the show? Uh, it's once a month. Once a month. And yeah. when's the next one? Uh, 
November or sorry, December 3rd. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in our plug session. Sure. Sean? Yeah. How are we doing over there, Sean Emini? I'm doing fine. Peter Anthony's here. You guys ever perform together? <laughs> never. Never seen him. Uh, no, all the time. Where? Yuck, uh, yucks. Usually yucks, yeah. East yeah. Coast, it sounds like it maybe uh, yucks Halifax. There's been some. Yeah, Massey Hall, you did? We did Massey Hall. For um, what? New Year's. Oh, New last... Year's. I remember that show. Yeah, yeah, so he was on. That was good. Who was the headliner? That was a big show, that Massey Hall Simon show. Cotter. Yeah. Yeah. I miss him. I, how come Shaman I Shaman Jumder was part of that show. Shaman yeah, Jumder was hosting. Yeah, There's a lot, yeah, a lot yeah. of people. Keith Pedro, Iman, Markeith. Mm-hmm. Daryl Lohr, Peter Anthony, who else was on? Uh, you, dude, you have a better memory than I have. Yeah, that was a good lineup. No, because Pete, you're shot. on the show. We were talking about that. Yeah. I just that was fantastic. Nick, I, Be- I like Nick the... Beaton. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, we uh, know him. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening? Uh, New Year's? Are you? At... I, I just wanted to point out that Pat has the greatest radio voice I've ever heard. Do you like it? Oh, yeah. I know. He just, actually, it is a good I, radio I was voice. Pat could do a quick commercial for these Pitzels, uh, pumpkin yeah. spice, Reco, Pizzell, the original. Don't. Correct me. <laughs> because okay? you're, you're throwing me off. I'm trying to do a thing. It's Recco because I'm very white. <laughs> the original Italian waffle cookie. Wow. That yeah, was there you go. 23 That has a lot of uh, <laughs> Boom. Fiona, I want you to plug this That's Italian cookie now. It's your turn. <laughs> There's Pizzelle pumpkin spice waffles. <laughs> that, was also good. that was also good <laughs> so stop bringing up lucky yeah. charms that was That's the other so half offensive. of the movie what a cow. Yeah. I think she took a liberty if it, if it was a male comic what do you think she would have done that I don't even I can't even believe I'm doing that because I hate that male female stuff okay well I would have preferred if she handed me a bottle of whiskey or vodka <laughs> I would have taken that you know you know what? Church. Peter Anthony, uh, I was on the show once, and like he is right now, and we almost got fisticuffs about talking about female comedians. Remember how you said they're not funny or something? I never said that. <laughs> Excuse me? That is the worst. He did not that say that. That is the worst that. possible thing you could brand me yeah. as an No, you did not say that. No. We were talking about uh, Hoo Ha Ha, uh, the website that Elizabeth Banks has yeah. for wi- female comics. Yes, we were. And you said, why? Like Bill Burr said the exact same thing. He says, like, why? Why does there have to be a separate one? That's not good. Like, why shouldn't men be able to be on there? What was your point there? I guess my point was that funny, funny's funny, and it doesn't matter who's mm-hmm. producing it or saying it, or I don't know what race, creed, ethnicity, or gender identifier mm-hmm. it comes from. Who gives an sh? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, but I'm, Fiona, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah. And by the way, and along this line of thought, the Lucky Charms mascot. I'm sure there's people out there that say that's cultural appropriation. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is yes. demeaning to Irish people. We're we not do. all leprechaun-esque alcoholics. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, it's just... Because there's no truth to that at all. Well, no. not to the leprechaun bit. No, 90% <laughs> I want to talk about this more after the break, because being Italian, you know, it seems like it's a free-for-all to talk about the Italian. Last week's show was great. We had these two young Asian women on their new show, Second Gen, talking mm-hmm. about cultural appropriation a little bit. We'll talk about it with uh, Fiona O'Brien... The female funny Fiona O'Brien. The female funny. I had to say that. I don't know why. Famous Sean, Pat, female funny. Sean, Sean Just Emily, everybody's getting good plugs sleeping, today. Sean, yeah, I don't know. Pat McDonald, Peter Anthony, special guest host. I'm Santa Cruzzi on Inside Jokes. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. I'm Santa Carusi sometimes, and my cultural appropriation would mean... Uh, Peter Anthony was talking about before the break. I like talking about cultural appropriation and relevance to comedy. 
Uh, and it's the adoption or use of elements of one culture by members of another culture. So it's like stereotyping. We used to call yeah. it stereotyping, but now it's got a big fancy word. Did you just Atomic look up that definition? I wanted to give the proper one because okay. apparently I don't know what it means. Got it. So we're talking about the Irish, uh, very Irish Fiona O'Brien. Like, I, what does that mean? Can I say very Irish? Is that cultural appropriation? It's, I well, think it's it might true. be. Because you have an accent, so that's like... I don't know. I might have to fight you later. Fight? Okay. Because that's what Irish do. The fight in Irish. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have is. to change that name? I know. Are they going to have to change the fight in Irish? No. What, what sports team is that? The Indians. College football. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said they're Indian. Gonna, but you they're going to change. The, there's a whole There's mm-hmm. a whole thing where the, they, they got, the Cleveland Indians got taken to court during the ALCS because the Blue Jays... Fan, someone said yes. that that yeah. was inappropriate, so they didn't want them to be able to wear the Indians uniforms in Toronto. So, uh. well, okay, so what are we going to come to in comedy now? We can't, uh, not that we could be funny without cultural appropriation. We could do that, uh-huh. but I don't know. So, you know, as an Irish person here, we love the attention. We don't really care about people saying anything. Yeah, because you're. It's it's. Uh, I I don't know if I could say this, but it's not in style to be Irish or even Italian anymore. It's and what? I'm saying that not in style. No, it's not. No, what I'm saying there's not a lot of Irish. What are like the what are the sexy races to be? Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say because I'm going to sound very stereotypical. No, because you're saying a positive thing yeah. about being stereotypical. But people will find that what I'm saying is. Um, well, they can all move to Ireland then. Get out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, okay, or at so least Fiona. Boston. No, I want to yeah. talk about this. You're white, yeah. female, Caucasian, yeah. Irish descent with the accent. Yeah. Uh, actually, you were awesome at Brogue last time they asked you back. I thought Thank you. you were fantastic. You smoked the show. Thank you, you. You kept talking to Dan going, it's the accent. People just think I'm funny because of the accent. Do you honestly think that? Um, Does that help you? I think people listen more because of the accent. They, they try and tune in to hear what you're saying or, you know, it's, it's a novelty. It definitely helps, you know. So. What's the most, uh, what's uh, something negative someone has sent to you? Anything with, with regard? You know how some people just hate accents? Or is that just me? <laughs> no, I love yours. Yeah, no one has been too negative. They they come up and go, oh, my great 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 grandfather's goldfish came to Canada so many years ago, and I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, I don't care, you yeah. know that kind of crap. They come up with all their Irish stuff yes. after me doing a whole set about don't come up to me about your Irish stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. No, I just said that because we had a lot of radio announcers uh, with Scottish background and stuff on here on our other stations, and people didn't like listening to the accent. I oh, love it. Okay, and I think it's a plus. And I think, who, but this is the world we live in where some things yeah. are acceptable and some aren't in cultural appropriation world that we're in. Yeah, I also think uh, being a loud woman from anywhere can be annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know nothing of the sort. <laughs> I know. That's why my years of celibacy reflect that. <laughs> well, I'm with you on that. Sean, who's your favorite female comedian? Tignataro. Oh, yes. Nice, yeah. Yes. She's my Love favorite Tinker. comedian. Same. There you comedian. go. Oh, yeah. yes, that's why I know. Cause, is that because Peter Anthony's here and he'll beat you up? Oh, that's a great that's a good answer, though. Yeah, it's just why comedian. Is it, why, what is, why the is it question? a, what a is genre? The favorite yeah. You wouldn't why? do that in music. You wouldn't. You why? would say uh, alternative whoa, 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 whoa. music, uh, jazz music, pop right. music. You wouldn't go male and female music. June, yeah, at the Juno, why mm-hmm. all of the award shows have best female actress, ask, best male actress? Ask the five people who watch the Junos. Okay, the academies. Pat, what do you say? female comic no what do you on the subject of female or- on the subject i mean it's if you have any kind of sense in your head i think you're like quality it's just mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. i don't care if you have a <laughs> or like half a <laughs> or no it doesn't you say half a if you're funny i don't because yeah. i'm not no, going near it 
Um, I just think if you're good, then mm-hmm. you're good and fantastic. And if you suck, I don't care what race or gender mm-hmm. or sexual preference you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And the people who focus on that should be focusing on more important things. So yeah. Adam, Carolla's, write your jokes. Yeah, do some open mics. Shut the hell up. Well, actually, two years and ago, t- sorry, Tig had. Like going back to Sean, Tig had a great point about this when she was doing her panel here at JFL 42. Some new comic stood up in the audience and said, well, how do you deal with the culture of of open mics and all this and going out and dealing with like insensitivity and all that? Tig was like, to be honest with you, I don't remember a lot of that when I started, but she was like, the reason for that probably is it probably did exist. But all I was focused on was my material Mm -hmm. and going out, doing my time. And not worrying about what everybody else was doing. And if I didn't like a show, it doesn't matter. You have to do every kind of show. So here's the reality. Yeah. Here's the reality. Adam Carolla a couple of years ago said women aren't funny. Jim Jeffrey started a set this year. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago, Jeff, all 42. Yeah, female comedians. Yeah, that's funny. Talking about their ex-husbands. And I, I'm talking to, because Fiona O'Brien's here. Because both of us talk about relationships and yes. stuff like that. So uh, in, in a world of what you guys say is it doesn't matter. It does matter to some people because I don't get a fighting chance to be funny to people who just refuse to listen to female but that, comedy. But that luckily is a shrinking, rapidly shrinking is number. It? And yeah, and if no. you go out and say something like that, you're a dinosaur. I think if you're, okay, so to reference the thing you said about Jim Jeffries, yes. talking about their ex-husbands, yeah, if you're doing like hacky material. Typical, yeah. I but can guys see, do hacky material. Of fat guys do. do fat hacky stuff. Of course stuff. they do. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. As you should be, as he should be sick of hacky material as well. Mm-hmm. But if you have someone who is like innovative or different or just flat out funny covering those topics, but kind of putting a new spin on them, mm-hmm. that's great. But yeah, you don't want to hear the same garbage that mm-hmm. you've heard thousands of other people say. Yeah. We're having a great discussion here with Pat McDonald, uh, Sean Emini, Fiona O'Brien, and Peter Anthony, special guests here on Inside Jokes. We're going to talk more with them after the break on cultural appropriation and other things I can't pronounce. I'm Santa Carissi on Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, got to get me some of that. We were talking about some really good stuff before the break uh, about cultural appropriation, gender appropriation. Pat McDonald and Peter Anthony are here saying, you know what, who cares? If you're funny, you're funny. None of that should matter. Uh, Tevin <laughs> rhymes with Kevin. What's that article you just sent me? Uh, this is actually very important. Get on mic and just please tell us quickly. Well, uh, Paul Feig said that when he was making Bridesmaids, the whole industry was on hold for women. He'd received disturbing feedback from studio executives in response to his work on female-driven films. I'll tell you this gross thing, which was when I had so many producers and stuff pull me aside and go like, you don't want to get pigeonholed into this. You're going to be like the woman's director. And I was the director of Bridesmaids and Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, there was a lot of criticism about Ghostbusters because it was simply not funny. And sometimes that's <laughs> hacky, like back to what Pat McDonald was saying. It's true. You don't yeah. want to do something because it's females, right, Fiona? Like yeah. affirmative action, I hate it because yeah. I worked for three cows, three okay. female sales managers all got fired because they were useless, incompetent cows mm. and made my life a living hell. Name them. Uh, oh, I will. <laughs> uh, I forgot their names, though. So, so irrelevant. Um, but Fiona, have you, uh, first of all, how do you feel about affirmative action? Because I kind of was, le- I was talking about it earlier that almost went there when Peter Anthony was speaking, um, that maybe if there was more platforms for female comics, 
then that conversation wouldn't have to happen about that anyway i don't know so. I, I think if you're funny you're funny no matter who you are or where you're from if, if you're funny you'll you will get spots you'll get on shows you will do well you'll make connections you'll network yeah poor ryan from absolute comedy we talked about it before i had to write uh, an apology letter he said during gfl 42 because i guess he got criticized for not having enough females on on um the show for the lineup to the festival lineup yeah, yeah. well and now they're encouraging not that they didn't before but now they're like listen we aren't actually getting a lot of female yeah. comics calling in for the am night and stuff like that so mm. now they're really pushing that yeah i mean he kind of had to to wear that as sort of the booker in the face of the toronto club yeah. i mean he's not running the I, whole listen, chain of clubs or anything yeah but. i don't think there's a, a guest anywhere who goes to a comedy club and says i'm coming to see a female comedian or male yeah. They come to see funny comedians. Yeah. I would never want a job just because um, they have to fill a roster of women. Mm -hmm. I want to do it because I'm funny. Yeah. And there's a comic. That's why I don't um, work. Yeah. Leanne, <laughs> Leanne Maladin actually made a good point about that. She was like, listen, she was like, I've been around for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, I, I like getting booked on shows because I've gone out there and people mm -hmm. have watched me be funny. I don't want to go in there because I'm some check mark. And she's like, I also don't need somebody standing up and pretending they're my representative all of a sudden just because we're both of the same gender. Yeah. yeah. Fiona and I, Fiona O'Brien's here and because she's been asked back to a gig, I like to emphasize that because it's it was completely irrelevant to your gender. It had to do with your talent. And Thank you're going to you. be at the Brogue this week with Pat McDonald and Pete Johansson. Yeah. Looking forward to that on Wednesday night. Um, and we're just talking about uh, different roles and funny stuff. Uh, uh, but I want to ask everybody, who's your funniest female comedian? <laughs> <laughs> completely disregarding what we're talking about. But I mean, about. yeah, it's, uh, to be honest, when people are I'm still joking. going out there and saying stuff like that, yeah. uh, you're just making yourself sound old and irrelevant, like the old man yelling, get off my lawn. So, I mean, that, that voice is shrinking. So what's, why did Adam Carolla say that? Because Adam Carolla does stuff like that every once in a while. Everybody knows that. Peter, it's Adam Anthony, Carolla. what do you think of Adam Carolla saying that? I think probably part of the reason people say stuff like that is because it creates instant controversy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gets ears, it gets listeners starts a conversation i think he then, believes it then all of a sudden he's the center of the conversation and the yeah. guy like adam carolla absolutely loves that yeah he does so, it's I mean, not the first thing like that when adam carolla says something it doesn't mean it's true mm -hmm. probably it's probably closer to the opposite he's uh he's a blowhard he's also a guy who thinks he's a stand-up comedian and came by it dishonestly <laughs> why um, well he, he he came by creating an audience in a different format and then then jumped on a stage the same way Santa you Cruz, of, yeah. You know, you, you see a lot of ex-sitcom actors do that as well. They they come by the art form dishonestly. What's ex-sitcom? Pardon? What did you just say? Ex-sitcom. Ex former, former sitcom. Former oh, sitcom, sitcom. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Oh, oh yeah. they do sitcoms and then they go do stand-up? Yeah, because they're an instant draw, but they haven't gone through the groundwork that most comedians have to go through. But either through. have I, so why does that matter? I, people call me a hack because I'm getting work. And if I'm funny and I deserve to be on stage, then why does it matter that I did not go on tour for 25 years? Who well, cares? If you, if you stink, you stink. If you're good, you're good. That's two different things, right? I'm talking about just all of a sudden going, I'm just going to do stand-up now because people already know who I am. That's not something. Yeah, he's already in the public no one knows eye. Who you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's two completely different. Yeah, he's things. already in the public eye. He's already a like, celebrity of sorts. Jason Alexander he's... from uh, Seinfeld. He was just in town. Did he okay. do before Seinfeld? Did he do stand up? I, I know. Think he I did, know Richard. No, no he but didn't. a lot of these people, though, they'll like Peter says. Like you, you'll see people who were on hit TV shows and stuff like that. That they'll be at festivals doing basically a TED talk, 
but they're headlining a <laughs> festival, right? Because they're, they're doing going out and doing a public speaking because they've never done stand-up, but they were on a famous comedy-skewed show. Yeah. So they're at a comedy festival. That happens all the time because you're already a name, right? Yes. Well, you're listening to Inside Jokes, everything to do with comedy with Pat McDonald, Fiona O'Brien, Sean Emini, and Peter Anthony. Special guest, I'm Santa Carisi on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. I like Nickelback. I just want to come out and say that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not even ashamed, and people could suck it. You know what? I'm not. I'll, I can't make fun of Nickelback in this particular episode. No, but never. But people, I want people to challenge me. Okay, so part of uh, Chorus Entertainment, who owns AM 640, is 102.1 The Edge and Q107. Yeah. And I must have missed... The memo on why we should hate Nickelback. Not that our stations do, because we played. We probably broke them on you, edge. Well, you know what? Let's change that hatred over to. Can we change it to like Headley or Mariana's Trench? Let's do that. I don't even know who you're talking about. Well, I, yeah. I don't care That's about your ex girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a demo. Um, anyway, so Chad Kruger uh, started his own label. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and okay. uh, and what's exciting about it? It, was that you, Pat, who said that? Yeah. What's right. exciting about it is that it closed the next day. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, no. Well, what he's done is he's been really progressive and he's launched a first ever comedy album. And that comic is on the phone with us from L.A., Kevin Banner. Yeah. No, uh, no the label did not close the next day. 15 <laughs> years later, and yeah. they, finally, uh, they finally found a heavy set comedian to, uh, <laughs> to promote. It's called 604 Records, not based on your weight because you're not that big. <laughs> no, you... but something to strive for. Yeah. I like my own TLC show. Is it? it did, did Chad Kruger get into comedy because he's a joke? Oh. Oh, Does, do people say scary. stupid things like that? You know what? Uh, I, again, people people tell me they're like, "Oh, so now you got to tell Chad he's a loser." I think, "Oh, I probably won't do that." Like, why are yeah. people hateful? Anyway, you are an accomplished comedian. Uh, just for laughs, uh, festivals, a lot of music festivals. Actually, you were a finalist in SiriusXM's Top Comic. Yeah, and uh, you have a self-professed professed dark sense of humor, which I live. I do. So, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead about your dark sense of humor. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> we are on fire this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wakey, Aren't wakey. We? Anyway, your debut album is Dreamboat. Yeah, uh, it uh, came out October 21st, debuted at number one on the Canadian iTunes comedy chart, and wow. quickly fell out of the top 150. Wow. Um and just uh, get back to our panel, Pat McDonald's in here, Sean Emony and Fiona O'Brien, and of course, Dean uh, from Taco. And uh, so how were you approached with this idea of releasing the first comedy album on uh, the 604 record label of Chad Kruger? Uh, I, uh, I opened for the great Bill Burr back in January. Oh, my God. Stop yeah. right now. Mm. Okay. Point to me where he touched you. What? Like, how did that? <sighs> uh, you also, on my right hand. You also opened um, for Doug Stanhope. I did. That was oh a few years ago. That was uh, uh, over in Victoria at uh, Heckler's Comedy Club, the worst-named comedy club, but one of the best clubs in the country. And, yeah, they, they called me and asked me if I wanted to open for Mr. Stanhope, and I said, yes, I would. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was great. And then, uh, yeah, the, I opened for, for Burr in January, 
And there was a couple of people from 604 Records in the crowd, and they asked me if I'd be interested and called me in for a meeting. And it's, uh, yeah, we started working on the process since then. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun to go to their, their studios. They've got such a cool setup over there with, you know, uh, green screens and all sorts of, uh, really? fun things to work on. Yeah. So, uh, we're doing a live streaming special November 7th from 604 Studios that'll be on their website. And, uh, eventually I think Sirius, uh, Satellite Radio will be playing it on their website as well. Wow. Nice. Very impressive stuff, Kevin. And what can we yeah. um what can we expect from it? I mean, I've watched your stuff. You're a very funny guy. You do uh oh, thank you. your stuff on pot makes me laugh. You know, a lot sure. of comics do stuff on pot. Do you guys do stuff on pot? I uh, used to, but not anymore, no. You know, you went clean. Went clean. Yeah. Yep. How a... often do you change your material, Pat? Uh like any I comic, have... not often enough. Uh, Why does everybody <laughs> get hard on themselves on that? It's well, it's it's the kind of thing where it's like you you kind of rely like you're like, oh, I know this like chunk of jokes will do very well. Mm -hmm. And the more you're getting paying gigs, the more you don't want to try out brand new stuff on those paying gigs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm getting more and more into kind of working in newer jokes into, say, a longer set. Mm -hmm. Like I headlined the Toronto Yuck Yucks not long ago. So I threw in a couple of brand new jokes in like the 35 to 40 minutes I was doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you always want to be getting better and mm-hmm. if you're not writing new stuff, you're probably not getting better. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So Kevin Bennett, this is all new stuff, obviously for an album or no, yes. well, oh, not no, necessarily. No, not why would new. I say that? Like this is all developed. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't just riff the album, but, uh, <laughs> I, it is funny though, that like how many people, um, outside of the comic, because you, you, as comics, we just tend to hang out mostly with comedians and i was surprised releasing this how many people had no concept of stand-up albums because when i said i'm putting out an album people were like oh of what of who said like comics said that 11 years no like friends and oh. family like anybody not in yeah. comedy there's a lot of people that are, that didn't uh, know that stand-up was uh on in album form yeah, and it's great to hear on your phone, just like you would music, and I think it's got to be more prevalent. We The only label in Canada here is Comedy Records. We've had Barry Taylor on. Yeah. Uh, so it's exciting when people like Chad Kruger picks up um, and recognizes the genre as something that is worthy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and it's still like it's that's the still the most sort of traditional way for comics to, to put themselves out there, right? I mean, cutting your first stand-up album, that's like... That's one of those age-old sort of rites of passage, right, in comedy, and that's still, even now, even in the digital age or whatever, that's still the the number one way to sort of put your stuff out there. And, and festivals, isn't it festivals a big part of it? Oh, of course. But putting yeah. yourself on tape, you know, and, and getting mm-hmm. it out there because you want people mm-hmm. listening to this stuff. I just, uh, Sean, are we awake? Sean, Emini? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're here. Yeah, are you so. with us? Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking about digital stuff. What, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like what? I don't know. He was like, this is a huge, I don't know. I was just following Dean. I was yeah. Like, no, because you. Vaping, iPads. So anyway, I like, really I like Nickelback. I like Chad Kruger. He has a label called 604 Records. And the first ever comedy album is uh, Kevin Banner, who's on the phone with us. Kevin, you open for Bill Burr. Yeah. And Doug Stanhope, who are probably some of the biggest premier comics out there with their specials and their tours. And what was it like yeah. with Bill Burr? I've met him at JFL. Um, actually, we just bumped into each other. That was the end of that. <laughs> like, he wanted no part of me. Uh, what's he like? He was awesome. He was, uh, he's, uh, he's a dude, and I'm a dude, so it worked. Uh, we both have similar interests. But, yeah, no, he was, uh, he was super friendly. 
What um, similar interests? Guns? Uh, we like no. sports <laughs> and uh, and horrific news about people being hurt and stuff. So that's Dark. what we bonded on. Um, but yeah, no, he was great. And uh, after the show, uh, it, it was a little story just about how great of a guy he is. After the show, he said, oh, I need to get your address. I got to send you a check. And I told him, I said, oh, I was paid by the festival. And he asked me how much. And when I told him, he said, was that per show? I said, no, in total. And he said, give me your address. I'm sending you a check. So he sent me more money when he really did not have to. Wow. So I just think he's just a, he's an awesome dude. Wow. That's uh, classy. That just, he just yeah. went up on my scale of love. Okay. YouTube. So you, you know Kevin Banner, uh, who's on yeah, the phone totally, from L.A. Absolutely. You guys are, prefer- you're, you're a big guy I'm too. in Vancouver, by the way. Yeah, he's in Canadian L.A. So oh, yeah. yeah. Same thing. <laughs> the yeah, time change. I have yeah, no Hollywood idea. North. I'm going to be an American when I say, same thing. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Kevin Banner uh, from out west calling it. <laughs> Fiona O'Brien, Sean Emony, and Pat McDonald. Thanks to Kevin Banner and his new album coming out on 604 Records, Chad Kruger's new label. And when we come back, our listings, Inside Jokes, on Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> Hey, what a great show. Thanks to Hakeem Optical and um, Pat McDonald. Hi, Pat. Where can we Hello. see you next? Uh, all over. I'm going to be in Calgary, Edmonton, uh, Toronto, obviously. Uh, so just go to patmcdonaldcomedy.com and then there's a bunch of stuff. And at the Brogue this Wednesday with you, Fiona O'Brien. Yes. Where can we see you? You have a big list of things to do. Um, well, obviously the Brogue, November 9th. I'm in doing, Mississauga? Yeah, I'm doing Yuck Yuck's Hamilton. Are you? <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. Good for you. Uh, Way to make the bra- drive. Yeah. Well. Oh, and Frank Spadone's coming out. He's going to drop in on Wednesday at the Brogue, too, to try out stuff. And headliner Pete uh, Johansson. Uh, Sean Emony, where can we see you? I'll be out of town for a week or so, but I'll be doing, uh, I think, Yucks Ajax, November 10th to 12th. Nice. Around that. Peter Anthony, you'll be at Yucks. Sure, I'm going to be, uh, sorry, Pat. Yucks, yeah, Mississauga. No I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks, Mississauga, November 17, 18, 19. And if you uh, tweet me at Peter is funny, I might even get you free tickets. Ooh. Um, and, uh, I want some. Dean, uh, Dean Talkhole, what's your big festival thing you're doing? Uh, we have the two-year anniversary show on Saturday, November 12th. And of course, yes, come out to the Brogue that Wednesday, November 9th, please, and come see us. Mm-hmm. Yuck Yucks Toronto this week, Stuart Francis, Mississauga, Dylan Mandelson, Hamilton, Scott Falconbridge, Vaughn, Rob Ross, and Ajax Damon Schritter. Did I say that right? Damon. Damon, yeah, see? Yeah. There you go. Go see him. And uh, listen to us on uh, YouTube. You could watch us and listen to past episodes of Inside Jokes on iTunes or 640toronto.com. Thanks, Techie Tom. Uh, Dean Talkhold, Tevin Rhymes with Kevin, and Vince Tedesco. This is Santa Carusi. Um, and you could come out and um, just watch us at the Brogue and have lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Me and Fiona. We're going to talk to guys <laughs> who hate funny women because <laughs> they're intimidated because we're funnier. Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, it's Dickie Tom. This week's Comedy RX featuring Pat McDonald. Oh, yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I, uh, we recently celebrated an anniversary. Exactly, I didn't care either. I'm glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> Anniversary. What am I supposed to do with that? Like, hey, remember when we loved each other more and we were in better shape? <laughs> yeah, let's go to Eastside Mario's and talk about that for four hours now. 
there was a Criminal Minds marathon on A&E that night. I was like, I'll see you next year. I got options. <laughs> Not on the same page at all, my girlfriend and I. Complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, to celebrate our anniversary, uh, my girlfriend wanted to get engaged. Yeah, I laughed too. I was like, Because to celebrate our anniversary, I uh, wanted to have cereal for dinner. So it's like different levels of commitment, right? But like any good couple, we compromise. We met in the middle. Relationships all about compromise. So to celebrate our anniversary, uh, we got a cat. Not my idea, believe it or not. She fought me for it. She's like, we need this cat. We gotta get this cat. We have to have this cat. And I'm a pushover. I, I gave in. I was like, fine, we can get your stupid cat. As long as you understand that nobody needs a cat. There's a huge difference between need and want. Cat, 100% of the time, is a want. Right? Like, unless you're a superhero and your arch nemesis is only weaknesses are like dander and sandpaper kisses, you don't need a cat. <laughs> I had one stipulation, one rule for getting the cat. I we can get your dumb cat. Uh, my only thing is that I get to name it. Yeah, and she found me on the night. She knows how big a jerk I am. But she wanted the cat so badly, she agreed to that. She gave in. So I got to name the cat. So now it's me, and Megan, and Stinky Bitch. That's my name. Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks to Dean Young, our producer, Vince Tedesco, Techie Tom, and our intern, Tevin. Check us out on social media, at InsideJokes640. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Sandra Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio, AM 640.